and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And we saw Ant-Man because we live on the surface of the sun. We're going to die. Holy fuck, it's hot in LA this weekend. Holy fuck. It's, uh... No, oh, I'll say let's, let's put it this way. It's I guess you could say it's uncharacteristically hot. It is because here's the thing about LA. Because everybody's like, oh my god, you live in like Southern California. Yes, we do. But here's the thing, uh, LA in July is usually like a nice 75. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful all the time, and you don't really get like, oh my god, you're over 90 degree days, 100 degree days until you get to September and October. Yeah. So for it to be, and it was like 116 in Pasadena or something stupid the other uh-huh. day, so for it to be like that in July is extremely uncharacteristic. And especially for us, where we, we don't live in the valley, we live closer to like the, the airport. airport and the ocean, a lot of apartments on this side of the hill don't have air conditioning, including ours. Oh, yeah. It has been over 100 degrees in our apartment for two days. Right now, we're at like 93, Yeah, uh, which is just like a cold snap. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's not fun. But we saw Ant-Man because yeah. uh, theaters have air conditioning. Theaters do have air conditioning. So we went to Santa Monica and saw Ant-Man. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll start. Mm-hmm. I thought... It was the uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Excuse me. Oh it's yes, the second sorry. Because there was Ant Man before, but there's Ant Man and the Wasp with Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly, uh huh, Michael Douglas and mm-hmm. fucking Michelle Pfeiffer and all that stuff. All those people. Um, I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's far, and I've seen this. At least I saw somebody post this, and it makes a lot of sense that. Uh, it's probably one of the more family-friendly films Absolutely. in the franchise. And you could tell they were really shooting for that, too, because all the previews that we saw before it were all for kids' movies. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, there was... Uh, yeah, yeah, they had that fucking weird Transylvania what, yeah, hotel, the, Transylvania three. And then whatever Jack Black is in, the the house with a clock in its walls, yeah. which I swear to God is a book I used to own. It's got to be a book. I can't see that being an No, no, it was idea. 100% a book, but I swear, I think I used to own books by this guy. He's like a British guy, and I can't remember his last name. I feel like it starts with a B. Maybe. Uh, and he also, like... Basically, it was just, like, horror books for kids, but, like, nothing good happened. But it was before, like, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. It was a thing. Anyway, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, the, it's definitely got the kids slant to it, uh, or at least a family-friendly slant to it. It's PG-13, so, you know, there's some cursing and sure. there's some bullshit going on. And uh, no spoilers. We're not going to give any spoilers. No. Not there's re- not, honestly, though, there's not really... I think there's not really a spoiler until you get to the tag. As far as as far as we're concerned, because I feel like this movie, it doesn't matter what happens. It, it doesn't matter what happens in this movie at all because it's just there. It's just a movie. It's just a movie to be told, and story to be told. And now we got. A, but if you're but if you're looking at it in the scope of everything else in the MCU, you yeah, know, I would I would say fish to fry. The only time it ties anything into what's going, I mean, you kind of get a mention of like why. Ant-Man, I mean, this isn't a spoiler. Ant-Man's on house arrest. Yeah. Right? Which is why he wasn't in Infinity War. Exactly. So, you know that's where he is. So, this is what he's doing while he's on house arrest. Okay, fine. Like, we... So, that kind of ties into everything. Um, But then, nothing else really ties in until that tag at the end. And that's when it ties into the rest of it. Everything else is going on? Not really. Yeah. No. No, really not. Really not at all. I mean, there's just... uh, There's the... 
main villain who is, I guess you would call her Ghost. Yeah, I think her name's Ghost. I guess her name is Ghost, and she's uh, something, I think, she's a character probably from the, well, obviously she's a character from the books. Yeah. But she's something from, like, the later, uh, you know, the Ant-Man, stuff that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, basically she absorbed a lot of quantum energy and she can, like, phase through stuff. Yeah. So it's like the the Flash when he runs really fast, but, like... She just does it all the time. She does it all the time, and it hurts, and, and you know, she's, whatever. She's the act- I forget who the actress is playing. There's some girl I don't really know. Some British girl. Some British girl. I forget she, her name. But she's obviously... Lawrence know. Fishburne's in this movie. Lawrence Fishburne is Black Goliath. I'm just going to come right out and say it. He's oh, yeah, Bill well, Foster. He's Black Goliath. Yeah, which was in the trailers. Yeah, it's in the trailers, and uh, I'm disappointed. Which is great. And I'm disappointed that we didn't... Like, get him doing shit? I, I, yeah, I wanted... Because he, he does, you know, obviously it's in the trailer, too, where they talk about being he's like, oh, I got real big. Yeah. And it's like, well, I want to see that. Yeah, me I too. Wanna see, I want to see Lawrence Fishburne a- as Black Goliath. Because we've yeah. we got shots of Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer as, Ant- you know, original Ant-Man and Wasp. Right. So, give me fucking Black Goliath. Damn I want to see Black Goliath with his weird fucking shirts that he wears. Because he has, like... He has, like... He's, like, one of those guys who, like... He would wear those... I don't know why they would do this. I really don't. Because they did this even for uh, Hawkeye when he was Goliath for uh-huh. a minute. Back in, the, like, the 70s. But he wears, like, the half shirts. like the, Uh-huh. You know, but they're, like, tight. But sometimes, like, they're also just, like, a... There's a... a you know, the fabric just kind of... There's, like, a hole in their stomach. Maybe Lawrence Fishburne was like, nah. He's like, nah, I'm not <laughs> He's doing like, it. I might be a little too old for a hole in the stomach. I have to say, though, there are flashback scenes when we get young Michael Douglas, yeah, young Michelle Pfeiffer, young Lawrence Fishburne, yeah. and they're weird. They are weird, yeah. They're so, I realize we're like, what we're doing. We're just yeah, them, so and I don't like it. Them, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I also I It just, upsets me, actually. I'm also going to say uh, I was weirded out, but also greatly amused by uh, toddler-sized Paul Rudd. That was very funny. I'm just going to say that's that's a gag in the movie. Yeah. Um, there's also... Can we talk about the, the Morrissey thing? I think that's, that's, not, a, that's not a spoiler. That's okay. just like a throwaway mention. Because so, uh, there's a few throwaway guys because uh, there's... Is it Luis? I think it's yes, it's Luis. Luis, his uh, partner from the first movie, is helping him with his security company in this movie, and you know he's a big part of the. Obviously, he's in the trailer. He's a, he's a big part of this operation, and uh, he's funny. You know, oh yeah, they, they 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 they're good to add in some jokes and some love because that's obviously saying it's. The, I think that was the goal of the movie. Yeah, is you know there's jokes kids in and there, jokes and, you know, and jokes. So, you know, so we're doing jokes. We're having fun. Yeah. We're having fun. There's a little... They, they do the same thing they did with Guardians, which is a couple of times in the movie, they put jokes where there should not be jokes. Yeah. And you're like, okay, enough. But yeah, so they're joke, joke, jokes. Anyway, so Luis... Yeah, he's in the movie, and uh, he... Uh, what was I going to say about him? His his jukebox. Well, they had this, right, they had this jukebox and so, one of those... It was like his grandma's bar or something. Grandma's bar that has a jukebox that only plays Morrissey because this is... And this is not, you know... Uh, a weird thing to say, but like Latino Latino culture really loves Morrissey. It's a thing. That is a thing that I and I don't I don't quite, I don't think I've ever quite understood why. I know there's reasons why. I think it's because they just love him. But somehow it's just it's such a strange thing to me. Yeah, but apparently his grandma happened. owned a bar or something with a jukebox that only plays Morrissey. Yeah, and I'm like, can I go to that place? Can I just want to see it. I want to see that bar. And also, I was really I, I'm, I'm going to say there's no Morrissey cameo. 
Oh uh, yeah, no. I was really hoping <laughs> there for would a be. cameo. There's like no at some way. Point when, like you know, Paul Rudd's big or something, and he's like, he's like, oh, and he's like, oh no, my hair might get flattened, and he runs away or whatever. Morrissey. Yeah, no, Morrissey's takes himself way too seriously to be in a Marvel movie. <sighs> See, that's just like you, you just. I would. I would. There's the, a weird Stanley cameo. I would have to say, and I'm just like, what? I would have loved it if, if Stanley and Morrissey were hanging out together. Yeah. Just fight. Just, just give me that. Just figure something out you, with that. Do you, I mean, because or Stanley as Morrissey. Speaking of Stanley, I mean, obviously we know Steve Ditko passed away. Uh huh. R.I.P. Steve Ditko. R.I.P. Uh, ninety. Stanley, I believe, is ninety four. Yeah. Something. He's he's older. R.I.P. Steve Ditko, artist of Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos. <laughs> that's right. That, that's what he'll be remembered. Oh, that's as. right. He has appeared on this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If we, if we had had we waited, we could have done that book as a memorial to him. I'm sure he would have, would have been, been thrilled because you know, you know, because you can't you know, forget about the creeper and all yeah. the other great. But but I, I was just gonna say, like, do you think like or, uh, Shade the Change of Man, which we also have done on the show? Do you think that uh, Stanley is a Highlander? He's something. He and he's like there could be only one, and he's like I outlive them all because he did. Oh, maybe maybe this is gonna be a thing at Comic Con this year where like. Stanley just has to like he, he, take over because they're like, oh, Stanley was gonna be here, but here he is, and he just like all of a sudden just light pours out of him. He's <laughs> like, I survived. I am immortal. What everybody and then fucking Mar- everybody's like, oh, this is gonna be a great gimmick. Like, no, this is real. Yeah, no, this, this, is, real, this is real, guys. Sorry, <laughs> Stanley is a Highlander. It's real. It's it's a real thing now. Uh, but um. Yeah, I mean, it was an enjoyable movie. Good movie, a fun it, movie. It was fun. I mean, for me, I have no in, like emotional investment in Ant Man or the Wasp. Don't particularly you care. Why, really? Yeah. So the, the, the Ant Man's a character I've never cared about. So I'm just like, cool. This is fun. It's an enjoyable movie. Well, here's the thing: Paul Rudd's playing him. Paul, Paul Rudd was good. Paul Rudd. Is, everybody was good in this movie. Yeah, everybody's good. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's very. I like Paul Rudd a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, but I there was nobody in here that I was like, oh my god, this person is terrible. No, everybody in there was great. Michelle Pfeiffer looks fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Uh, she looks great. She was also great, obviously. She's Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, but everybody was good in it. The effects were good. It was a fun time. There were good jokes. Um, it was a nice way to get out of the heat and, you know, eat some popcorn and enjoy a movie. Sure was. And then the tag at the end, I was like, ha ha. And now everything's tied yeah, together. So you go go see them in a while. So yeah, go see it. Figure it out. Yeah. So, uh, so before we take our break, I want you want to talk about the Batman Fifty. Duh. That's <laughs> 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 how I feel about it. I mean, I yeah, pretty much. I'm not really going to get into it because again, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read it. The New York Times spoiled it, but people have been trying to avoid that spoiler. I am just I'm here to complain about it. Because I have a hot take trademark, uh, hashtag hot take, and I just wanted to share that with the listeners. So basically, this is what it is. Uh, Fast forward past our break if you don't want to hear me because I might accidentally spoil this. So fast forward. I'm actually not going to really be saying anything right now. I know. You're going to let me complain. Okay. So now everybody's fast forward. Um, so obviously, again, spoilers, get the fuck out if you don't want to hear this. Uh, obviously Batman and Catwoman did not get married. This is not really a surprise. It's fucking comics. Nothing ever changes. However, the thing that pisses me off about this, and everybody knows I love Batman and Catwoman together. They are my one true pairing, my OTP. Oh my God. They make me believe in love, etc. However, I'm not really surprised they didn't get married because of course they didn't. 
what pissed me off is not the fact that it was spoiled in the New York Times, is not the fact that they didn't get married. It is the humongous amount of promotional bullshit that DC put behind this event for a just kidding. And that's what fucking pissed me off. Because they have... I can't even tell you how many variant covers. They did all these variant covers. They did this huge, you know, marketing push where this the batrimony is really going to happen. They've been, you know amping it up amping it up amping it up to be this oh my god you have to get batman 50 this is the wedding issue this is the one where it happens hey comic book stores why don't you stay open and you know uh, so people can get it at midnight some of those stores went out and bought fucking wedding cakes and shit like they went and had to like have like a big deal they had a recept um dc released a reception playlist on spotify curated by the artists who drew all the fucking variants like, this huge marketing push. The only reason it was in the New York Times is because they wrote up a vows column. Like, with, like you're supposed to see with rich people getting married. You're supposed to see this, like, this is them getting married, blah, 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 blah. And that's when they ended up spoiling it. So they put that much of a marketing push behind it to literally just be like, no dice. And that's what makes me mad. Because literally, I mean, I know this is comics, but seriously, like... I feel like people put a lot of money and time into this, into like buying all 50 issues from Tom King and all the, you know, his, his run. And then to watch this huge promotional machine, this would be like watching Lord of the Rings and being told, Hey guys, the battle of Helm's deep is coming. It's going to be great. Do you want this cool battle troll? Here's a battle troll action figure. Here's a Legolas with punching action. Here's the castle. You can have your very own, like, you can storm Helm's Deep, and it's going to be awesome. Wait until you see this battle. So fucking cool. There's going to be explosions. There's going to be death. There's going to be arrows through faces, and you're going to be so excited. And then when you go to watch this fucking movie, and what do you see? You see 45 minutes of people, like, literally talking it out over tea. That's what this is, and it just pisses me off, because I'm just like, why do I believe anything you fucking say? Why would I trust you with my money? If I, I can't believe anything, I can't believe any of your marketing pushes, because what are you going to do? Get me hyped for an event and pull the fucking rug out from under me. So that's why I'm angry. Arrows with faces. Huh? That's what you said. Arrows through faces. Oh, through faces. I think you said arrows with faces. Like little uh, arrows, arrows with faces would also be great. Like, <laughs> like here's this arrow, magical arrow with the face, and it's going to shoot through oh, somebody like else. Bullets and Roger Rabbit? Yeah, and it's going to shoot through somebody else. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have as much of a dog in a fight in this, but I will say that what really frustrates me about this is, again, uh, this is DC just, really fucking over the comic book? I mean, look, look, I understand. Okay. I get it. It's comic books, it's comic whatever. Storylines, whatever. Whatever. And That's not gonna, what I care about. It, but, well, I mean, I don't know how else you were going to not be able to fill it up if you weren't actually... Because, I mean, shit, I mean... That's the thing. I just... The, 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 it's the hype behind it well, to not ha carry through. I mean, even in the death of Superman, we all knew Superman wasn't going to stay dead. But he went away for a couple issues. Yeah. You know, like, we had there was a storyline. There was a something. So if I pick up an issue that says the death of Superman, he actually fucking died in that book. Yeah. And he came back. But, I mean, of course he came back. And Lois and uh, Superman did get married. They did get married. And, I mean, so it's kind of like, why can't you just follow <laughs> through? Wait, even in wrestling, Macho Man and Elizabeth did get married. Yeah. So it's like, why can't we just follow? And they even had a reception. 
follow through with this event. Tom King's already like, well, don't worry, guys. I have 50 more issues. I'm like, who the fuck's going to pay for 50 more issues to what? Pull the rug out from under us again? Like, you could have had them get married and then had 50 issues to document why they needed to get divorced. And there you go. You have a whole fucking arc. You could have had a honeymoon issue. You could have had a whole bunch of shit. It could have been like, oh my god, it doesn't work for us. We're getting a divorce. Whatever. But, like, give it some time. So they didn't do that, and now this is this is this is what also like again. Okay, first of all, uh, I was gonna say um, the stores putting all this energy and effort into promoting this. I know where where they spent a whole fuck ton of money. And I don't on these know. Books. I mean, I, you know, I'm curious. I'd be curious. Like, hey, look, if you're a shop owner and you listen to this show, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you have a thought as to you know how this may have affected you. Yeah, let us know. You know, in a sense, like, or maybe it's just something where it's just like, ah, this is just how DC does it. You know, uh, or just how comics is. Because, I mean, I'm sure Marvel has done this shit, too, in some ways. But, uh, you know, I'd be curious to hear how this is. Because, I mean, especially for people being, like, setting up fucking, uh, you know, like, parties and just Yeah, events, and just having like people come out. Because there's a thing. Extra payroll to keep the store open. Extra payroll. Uh, extra inventory i mean there's yeah. a lot of investment on a store's end to make that work yeah something that you you know especially somebody, if they're a tiny like they're a little if you're an indie low, store, in, yeah. a very small indie store which, I mean, pretty much all comic book stores are yeah kind of and stores. you're already operating on a little razor thin margin as it is and then you spend all this fucking money and people are fine and people get it spoiled and then they end like people canceled their orders or they didn't have you know people didn't come in and pick up the issue the way they were hoping for because like for me i trade weight definitely i trade weight i have not been following tom king's run because i'm just one of those things i'll get around to eventually um but i'm gonna buy it in trade yeah right so I'll, i'll collect the trades whatever but for this issue for batman 50 i was gonna go buy it I was going to go down to the store. I was going to pick it up and maybe a couple variant covers. If yeah. I really liked them, I was going to get that. And I was also going to buy Catwoman number one. See, okay. Well, I got a point about that. And then, and then I'd see if I liked both of them, whatever. And then probably, you know, pick them both up and trade eventually. Yeah. Because for I read too quickly. For modern comics, that's why I like the, uh, the Bronze Age stuff and the Silver Age stuff. Because usually you're, you're a one and done. Yeah. Um, so I can just read a story. I'm like, okay, that's the end of the story. But for me, following with modern comics is extremely frustrating because it takes me not even 10 minutes to read a comic. Yeah. So I like spend all this money, I read it, and then I'm like, okay, well, I guess just keep waiting until next month to see what happens. So that's why I like trades. Yeah. But, uh, it, but I'll say this. So Catwoman number one. Yeah. Brand new series for Catwoman, right? Yeah. So excited about it. So excited. This is kind of like a wrestling analogy, but it's kind of like... It's like burying the guy. Uh, I'll use an example. There was a wrestler. There was a wrestler called Curtis Axel, mm-hmm. who has a lineage uh, in the and his, his father is Mister Perfect or whatever. And so he was uh, another name before that for some reason. Uh, Michael McGillicuddy, and they decided uh, to change him, change him to Curtis Axel, and they brought him up and they gave him uh, Paul Heyman, Mister Paulie Dangerously, uh, who's a very you know great mouthpiece. Uh, as his manager, and they brought him up, and they were like, "Okay, he's the future. You know, he's mm-hmm. gonna be a future. You know, this is the thing. They'll do this. They'll be like, hey, here's this future guy with a pedigree, and he's a wrestler, and we're gonna put him over on some stuff or whatever.' And so right away, they put him in there with Triple H. And see, now I'm blanking on exactly how this feud ended, but Triple H will lose, but he doesn't lose. It's not a thing where it's like, oh wow, he will lose definitively to this guy." This right. guy came in. It's not, it's not like Doomsday coming in and beating the shit out of 
literally all the heroes in the universe. Like, because he beat with one hand behind his back. Right. That's literally what happened when he beat the Justice League. Uh-huh. He defeated the Justice League at that time with one hand behind his back, and then he went ahead and destroyed Superman. Yeah. Super, he killed. He killed Superman, and that's how you fucking put somebody over. Because we still, you know, Doomsday. When you're when you're reading the, I'm certain that if you're a, a Superman reader, and you're like, oh, Doomsday is coming back. Well, like, shit. I mean, if Batman v Superman wasn't so fucking terrible. Yeah, that, aside, that didn't do him any favors. That didn't do him any favors, but could you imagine if they were just like, if they had just done Man of Steel 2 like they were supposed to and fucking Doomsday was your villain? Yeah. That would have been fucking awesome. How cool would that have been? Right. And it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, he's the, he would have been a much bigger thing. It's kind of like how Thanos is in yeah. the MCU. Yeah. But, you know, I was saying in wrestling, you know, like, you know, you put this guy over and so, you know, but now, now here's the thing with, this is so, so, tying us back to Batman Catwoman. You have this event that mm-hmm. happened, yeah. that, this, this event that's supposed to happen, it's a big event, and it's gonna probably going to, all the interest is going to, from, from that event is going to carry over into this new book. Yeah. Well, what happens in this, in this book? Fucking nothing. Fucking, exactly. Fucking dick. This is like. And so, so, and so that, what that, what, so why would, if you're, unless if you're a, a person that's heavily invested in Batman and Catwoman, and just Catwoman in general, you're not going to be like. You, you're, how are you going to make them make this character or make this book seem important to new readers, to people? Right. Cause that's what you want. Is you want new people to go? I think that's cool. You want people. You want, you need to change. Or this is for, something different. This is something different. I need to. I need to follow this. Yeah. And they can make their own decisions from there. But you have to get them on board at least first and see how and, and give it a shot. Yeah, I, I this think is, this, is, this, is, this is not it. This for me, this was to tie it back to your wrestling analogy. This is when you have a dude or a lady who is so fucking over in NXT. Uh-huh. And oh, my God, look at the build they've done in NXT. Look at the run they've done in NXT. Isn't this amazing? Aren't they? Fu- they're the shit. And then they bring them up to the main roster and they do nothing with them. Right. And then they're just another boring. Like, look at Bailey. Well, the problem, like, ba- I think Bailey's a really good example of this. Like, oh my God, Bailey was just fucking killing it in the women's division in NXT. She was so great. Oh my God, Bailey, everybody loved her, and they bring her up to the fucking main roster, and she's just nothing. She's a face in the crowd. That's all yeah. she is now. Well, here's the thing. Well, real quick, and then I'll just I'll, I'll make a point about NXT. The NXT audience, which is primarily the full sale audience out in uh, Florida, and the people who watch the network, and the, and the people that watch the network, is a very different beast than the people who are raw audiences because you know that haven't quite been able to discover that thing because you know the raw audience is a more casual you know could be more a casual audience mm-hmm. more casual wrestling audience you know people that just are you know so they can't you know so when they introduce somebody to the main roster you know they got to figure out a way to make it more appealing even though maybe maybe in some mo- some in some cases whatever already was working might actually work and you just need to kind of Tailor, tailor everything else around it, but that's not what they do. So that's, and it's not the same. I, that's the same I that, don't know. I mean, I mean, Bailey's pretty over. I but would agree. They don't do her any favors. That's so the like. thing. I think I would like agree with that. If, and I realize that the raw audience is definitely going to be different. Your SmackDown audience is different, but I still, you know, 
the company is like, hey, Roman Reigns, everyone suck his dick, and holy shit, you see what happens to him every time he's in the ring. That the that, crowd, that is, that is the crowd has turned on him. But that's a Vince. And it's not his fucking fault. No, it's not. It's Vince's fault. It's, it's, because Roman Reigns he, is he won't a very listen. good wrestler. It's how he's presented. Yeah, and which, again, why he does not get over. It's not his fault. Yeah. I feel bad for him. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those, like, when, uh, what was his fucking ass? It was like, nobody gets married. And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, hey, maybe they should. And he's like, nope. Superheroes can't be happy. And everybody was like, uh, he was like, yep, we're, that's my decision. I'm sticking to it. I kind of feel like it's the same bullshit. Yeah. Is he still in charge? I have no clue. I assume he's all. I assume that. Cause I don't hear, know. To cause be you always hear like people like, oh, like, oh, Jeff Johns ain't doing this or Jan Didio's not doing this. I'm like, but they are. So I don't really care. I don't yeah, I don't no. really believe that none of these people are going away unless they actually like <laughs> stop doing comics and they go become fucking grave diggers or something. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm very just to, to recap. I'm very bummed out. I really want to pick up Catwoman number one because I don't know if it's fair to like tank this i want a catwoman book that's good because like i picked up catwoman during the new 52 and it was just god awful yeah once uh and Ascendi took over well it was bad when judd winnick was there too and like it was okay with him and but once and Ascendi took over she ran it into the ground and then they gave it to uh genevieve valentine and i wanted to like it but holy fuck was it boring and like it just just ended up dying from there and i was like oh man here we're gonna get this awesome new catwoman book but it's again it's another she's a thief on the run book there's no difference i mean maybe there is maybe the art look work that i've seen in, in pictures looks beautiful well that's great i mean the artwork but great. at the same time i'm like is this another could could i get it better with the shit i already own yeah so well anyway got that out of our system thank you <laughs> Thank you for letting me rant. No, you, you, you. This is this is the place to do. It. The internet is the place to rant. <laughs> so uh, to Twitter. <laughs> so let's take a break, and we'll come back with our book for this week. Afternoon, everybody. Ryan, how's that baby treating you, Mister Daly? Like Thanos snapping his fingers at my bank account. In that case, how about a beer on the house? Sure. Got to give my mouth something to do between podcasts. Say, Ryan, I don't get how you have so much time for podcasting. Doesn't your wife want you spending time with the baby? Would you? <laughs> Truth is, I think she's a little worried about how much time I'm spending with the kid, ever since his first words were Dagobah system. <laughs> now she wants me to go out and do something mature, something productive, and most of all, something lucrative that can support the family. So you're going to... Podcast about cheers, yeah. That kid's not going to start college for 18 years. I got time. <laughs> Cheerscast, the podcast where everybody knows your name. Coming soon to the Fire and Water Network. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is The Brave and the Bold. That's right, we're doing it again. Oh, we uh, are. soon. Because uh, Jen read this book, and she goes, we have to do this. We have to do this book. And, I mean, really, I mean... Anything with Jim Aparo and Bob Haney doing Brave and the Bold. Yeah, the you guys know this is going to get fucking weird. This is this is this is a hoot. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, we kind of need that because after you know, uh, after bat, you after know, the we debacle. We you know, just in general, we live in a trash fire. So trash fire. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, ba Batman Brave and the Bold number one twenty three from December nineteen seventy five. 
and uh, which we just had a debate real quick because uh, it looks like a three. In the, yeah, and then I was just going to say fine. this is the beauty of owning old comic books. Sometimes they're kind of beat up and you can't really tell what they're supposed to say, but it's, it's 1975. Yep. So on the cover, it's uh, a Titanic trio team up. Oh, man. Titanic trio team up uh, with Batman. Yep. Plastic Man. Oh, shit. And Metamorpho. Yes. I didn't actually, I didn't realize this was one that they did. Because I usually feel like Metamorpho, like, I mean, I have his first appearance. Mm-hmm. We have another one with him in it. He's actually in this book a lot. Like, he's actually. Oh, yeah. A lot. He, he is. I mean, he's a, he's a you know, homegrown creation of, uh, of Haney and all the. No, wait. Uh, maybe not Haney. Okay, I'm, I'm probably getting that wrong. There's somebody, there's a woman. Like Ramona something. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm blanking on her last name, but I know she created him. Um, but yeah, so this is yeah, Batman, he, and he's a fucked up character. He is. Well, I mean, you know, let me look at him. I mean, he, he got. He just look. He, he. This is what he always looked really weird to. Yeah. Like, because he has like the weird eyes and the weird face. Yeah. You know, like toward you know as he you know eventually regressed, like he didn't look as weird. Yeah. He wasn't drawn as weird, but uh, so the cover basically is. There's no words. It's just Batman. So it's so Batman is using. So uh, we're above a city. I'm assuming it's Gotham. Batman is apparently using Metamorpho as a helicopter. Uh huh. Which or a skiff of some sort. Yeah, because he's got like blades, but it's also got he. I don't know. It's got a seat, and it's got a Metamorpho face. It's very disturbing. And then on the rooftop. Plastic Man has grabbed Metamorpho around the neck and is pulling him back towards the the ground, and Batman is like flying off. Of... He's flying off, and he's like, "Oh!" And he's like, "Oh no!" So everybody's gonna die, basically. I do, I do like that. This uh, control stick for uh, it's a joystick. Metamorpho. The joystick to yeah. control this vehicle that is Metamorpho is coming. It looks like it's coming out of his ass. Well, that's what I mean. This whole—it's just very upsetting. The whole thing's upsetting. It's going off his ass. So uh, we start off with a. Uh... <laughs> well, first we start off with a narration box that just says "The Naked City, Ooh. 1975," and I'm like, "What does that even? What is the Naked City? What does that even mean? Is that a, a nickname for a city?" We just sometimes you say that. Do I you? I I mean, it's that's. A I've never of... gone downtown LA and be like, "Ah, uh, the Naked City, LA," like. I don't really know what that means. That's what I mean. Is that a saying? It is a saying. It's a saying it that's fallen out of fashion because yeah. I sure as fuck don't know what it no, means. It Ooh, that's has, a better breeze. I feel like that was a thing that was used back in the probably when like Bob Haney was a kid. Are you like, feeling? Bah! Are you feeling that we're getting a little bit of a better breeze? Oh, I feel I like I feel like the wind may have shifted. This is a good thing. Heat. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so basically, we're in the middle of a uh, bank holdup. Uh, the bandits have already killed a hostage, by the way. Oh, yeah. Middle of the day, Batman's out. Middle of the day, Batman's out. Uh, dog day afternoon's going on. Uh, hostage has already been killed. So uh, And they're in a bank. This is this is a hardcore thing. Like Yeah. Uh, which is actually that's kind of thing. Usually you don't jump right into like a dead hostage. Yeah, no, we've got a dead hostage here. So we're Batman's hanging out with the police and he's like you know, we've already, they're holed up in this bank. We've already got a dead hostage. We got to do something. And Batman's like, I, I've got an idea. Well, they want, they want like a car and everything like that. And they're like, but well, we already yeah. killed somebody. So give us a car. <laughs> yeah. And so Batman, so they're like, hey, ba- Batman's like, well, let me figure out what to do. Yeah. So he decides. Well, we'll see what happens is we, then we go into the bank where the robbers are. And here comes a woman driving up through the drive through teller. So she puts something, her deposit into the little 
thing that you put your deposit into and it goes into the bank and they're like haha we'll just steal this money from this lady oh no it's a fucking grenade it's a grenade and it just there's hostages in this bank by the way one of them is already dead they blow the fuck out of this bank uh-huh. This is Batman's idea. This was Batman's idea. <laughs> this was idea. Batman's idea. His, and it's not only, it's not an old woman, it's just some dude he had dressed up like an old woman. Yeah. So he had a cop dress up like an old woman. Bogosian. And put a fucking grenade in a bank filled with hostages to blow it sky high. So the next part of the plan is Batman <laughs> runs into the bank, yes. picks up a bag of nickels. Well, because one dude's trying to get away. Batman legit picks up a bag of nickels. A bag, like a literal, like a huge bag of nickels. You know this thing has to weigh like 40 pounds. And it's got like the five cent drawn on the side. Think about a roll of nickels. You just think about how much it costs. Like when you take your change down to the coin star, Uh think about how much that costs. So think about like a sack full of nickels. Uh Uh-huh. That's got to weigh a lot of, like that's a lot. That's a lot of nickels. Yeah. That's a that's a good chunk of nickels and Batman, and I don't know why this guy's even bothering to take the sack of nickels in the first place, but well, they're just there to grab the money. Yeah, but nickels, nickels, dimes. This guys, like go to the coin star. Can't wait to trade all this nickels, in for a gift dimes, card. A, Eisenhower pieces, fifty cent <laughs> I mean, pieces. Technically, it is Susan all money. B- oh wait, wait no, are we? In, oh, this is seventy five. So we don't have Susan B. Anthony quarters yet. <laughs> yeah, it, but you know they would have been taken though. In fairness, it is all money. <laughs> so uh bills. batman runs in he picks up this humongous sack of nickels and as the guy's running away batman fucking just wings it at him and hits him right in the fucking head with it that guy has to be dead well so that guy's certainly dead and batman throws it with the accuracy of him throwing that box over his shoulder in bvs <laughs> oh that made me laugh that, that that that's not talked about enough no it's not that 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 uh fight scene and the fact that uh, is, it, is, is it the same scene where... It's such a great fight scene until that scene. part. Well, he throws the body, he, he captures, because you, you know, obviously go back and watch this, you can go back and watch this, he, he bat, bat ropes the uh, box behind him and flings oh, it forward. Over his shoulder. Over his shoulder somehow. It and, is a crate. It's a crate big enough to like hold a Fiat. Is that also the same part, uh, same fight where he gets shot in the head yes. directly? Yes, yes it is. Like fucking, yeah, the fucking rain, Dude, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't die. He yeah. literally gets shot in the ear with a shotgun. He does in the fucking range, yes, and he ground, just and gets he, up and he no sells it. Yeah, it was like nothing. It's like a fucking paintball. It was oh, crazy. I kind of want to just watch. Yeah, because he. Again. It's a great fight scene because he like busts in because he's gonna go save Martha uh, Kent. Yeah, and it's like awesome, awesome, awesome. And then he gets shot in the head, and I'm like, mm, and then he just hucks a, a fucking shipping crate big enough to hold my car over his fucking head, and then I just just lose my shit laughing. <laughs> because, come on now. Oh, that's a funny movie. It's so great. That's a funny movie. That's a comedy. It is. That movie's a comedy. Let's be, guys, let's be honest. Uh, the, the Batman you know, Steel, Batman v If we Man, watch those Justice as League. comedies, it might be better. Those are comedies. <laughs> Put them in the comedy section. Those are comedies. <laughs> you know I'm laughing. Oh, we all are. <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, so the drag uh, grenade works. Yeah, so Batman kills that man. So Batman, kill, Batman kills everybody. And, and they don't even mention if any of the hostages get out. They're just like, oh, we, yeah. well, we blew, that because nobody cares. We blew up a bank Bat- and we literally we hit a dude with some Batman's, nickels. Batman's idea was they already killed one hostage. Let's kill the rest. <laughs> <laughs> it's all or nothing. Let's just do it all. And he's like, no point in saving these people. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're, they're, fuck they, it. He's yeah, yeah, they're done for. <laughs> I, 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 that's exactly probably what happened. Yeah, he was just kill everybody. He's like, you know what's great? Killing. It is just what he went for. Oh, he's killing. And he was like, "There's one dude left alive. I'll hit him in the head with some nickels until he dies." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I, I do like. Uh, um. So to the okay. So. The drag grenader is like, yeah, hey, the cop who was dressed as a lady. Here comes, here comes Lieutenant Gordon to congratulate us. Yeah, <laughs> you, we killed all these but people. But he's there to see Batman. And he's like, yo, Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne's been a uh, Bruce Wayne has been charged with murder, charged and fraud, <laughs> but both. It says, yeah, charged with fraud and murder. <laughs> Okay. So he not only did he uh, <laughs> one of those did, is not, a lesser charge. Not only did he uh, but use his somebody's credit card to buy some uh, buy some sodas, but he also murdered those the person that sold him the soda. Yeah, <laughs> bigger deal. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so in, in uh, being charged, with I also it? like uh, uh, his purple suit here. Yes, but it's not suspected of. It's charged. There means there's enough evidence to charge him with a crime. And he's like, so Bruce Wayne's been charged with the killing and fraud. They had Batman go get him. And Batman goes, there's a wait, so okay. if, he's char- if he's been charged, there had to have been an arraignment, right? If he, I don't know how exactly it works. If he's been charged. Which means that at that point, Bruce Wayne would have had to have been. Uh, in custody? I don't know. Can you charge somebody before they're in custody? I don't know. I don't know. I know. But I know that if you charge somebody, there has to be enough evidence. Right. Like a judge has to say, yeah, we agree, go for it. Which clearly there was. Yeah. Apparently. So. Or the prosecutor at least has to say, yes. Okay, well, actually, now this makes sense because now, we, now when we eventually we find out what happened. Mm hmm. Because, spoiler alert, this ain't Batman. Oh, really? Now that, now that you real, now that, now that I think about it and why this plan goes the way it does in this opening scene. Are you uh, finding logic in, in Bob Haney's writing? Frighteningly, 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 yes. Uh oh, are you? Has the heat's gotten to you, hasn't it? it sure has. <laughs> so Batman's like, uh, so he's like, yo, I gotta go. I gotta go get Bruce. He, he doesn't. He uses a payphone to track down Bruce Wayne, uh, and then he, <laughs> and then he goes to. Well, and then we cut oh, to. Yeah. Now we're in uh, some S- Istanbul. We're in Istanbul. There's some dude, and he's selling a statue. What is this thing called? The Nate. Uh, what is it called? The no, Neji. The Neji. Pronounce it the Neji. It's the Neji statue, and this guy's like, hey, Bruce, because uh, here's Bruce Wayne, not as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne. He's like, well, I have one other bidder for this, but man, I'll give you this money. I stole it from this tribe, but don't you want this artifact? Uh, well, he didn't steal it. To steal it. Somebody no, stole no, 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 not Bruce. It's the, the guy. The guy didn't steal it either. He just, I think it was stolen. He got it. He and got it. Bruce Wayne's like, I want. I need to give it back because apparently. Well, no, he that's that's his plan, but he doesn't tell this guy that. Well, right, but I'm saying, but there's apparently the the reason the thing got stolen because Bruce Wayne, archaeologist, <laughs> as remember as says that somebody stole the statue, and since it's been stolen, the people in this tribe have been like fighting each other, and they can't grow plants. So, uh, so Bruce Wayne's about to get his money, but then Batman shows up. Yep. Uh, you know, Batman and Bruce Wayne in the same room. What? Yeah. Oh so, my God. So what? Batman's like, and he's like, "Come on, Bruce, you've been charged with murder." He's like, "Come on, you've been charged with murder. Let's go." And then, and then Bruce Wayne has to be like, um, "Hey, Batman, remember how you're actually Plastic Man?" 
and I found you because you were a homeless bum or something. Well, this is first, first of all. Uh, <laughs> First of all, Batman discovers plastic bum. He's pla- he's literally homeless. In the, he's, homeless, homeless, pla- he's, plastic, plastic bum. Because he just like fell on hard times or something. So okay, well, basically, first of all, Batman finds out this is plastic man <laughs> because uh, he recognizes him, doesn't he? Well, he recognizes him, but it's because Batman is doing doing street justice by by shuffling, moving panhandlers along. <laughs> he's, he's, so instead of so like kick, breaking cartels and he's doing kicking homeless stuff, people off ben, uh, bus benches some guy is out there trying to he's like you got any change and batman's like hey buddy come on yeah 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 don't you can't sleep here whatever that guy's name was in boston captain change oh i don't <laughs> yeah he's the spare change guy spare change guy he's telling him he's telling him to move along and he's like oh wait shit oh shit you're plastic man yeah the plastic man's like yeah like ever since i did this uh ever since our last issue i was in with brave and the bull we had something with this chick ruby Ryder, and i fell on hard times after that and i quit my job i got i quit my job at the circus because i was a freak and this, this, is, this is what he's saying yeah and also to want to point out uh the fascination of comic books and finding superheroes as bums yeah what's going on because with that's this? how namor was discovered you know when he came back from the the golden age oh really introduced to the silver age is that johnny storm found him as a bum and he was like because he got because he had amnesia and he's like oh wait you're namor you should like continue being namor and he's like that's right yeah that's basically what happens batman's like hey uh come with me poses me because i gotta go do some stuff so so keep so, so think about this batman bruce wayne has business yes and Instead of doing the Bruce Wayne thing and blowing off your business to be Batman, uh-huh. Bruce Wayne has got to do the business. Yes. So he asks a bum who he just discovered to be Plastic Man yes. to impersonate him yes. while he's gone. Yes. So this is where we're at. So Bruce Wayne's like, yo, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and, Batman, and, and Plastic Man, I was, was going to say it's Plastic Man. Yeah. Plastic Man is like... Nah, no dice. Nah, no dice. Because so. he doesn't remember this. He still... He thinks he's actually Batman. I do like this uh, panel here of Plastic Man and the uh, Turkish cops tackling Bruce Wayne. Yes. And that leads directly to him being uh, indicted for fraud and murder. Yep. And on, hold, held with no bail. Yeah. Fuck bail. Well, because he's a huge flight risk. I mean, let's he, be honest. He, well, he's Bruce Wayne. He's Bruce Wayne. You can't even take his passport. You got to take all the shitty owns too. So, yeah, no bail. So, Bat- so B- B- Batman's in the in the thing. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Wayne's like, what the fuck, Bruce, man? I don't yeah, know Bruce what. And Bruce what? is like, Bruce is like, oh man, the evidence is too good. I killed somebody. Yeah, he's like, oh, I must have done it because the evidence. And I'm like, we. Why are you? What is uh, even happening right now? And I'm gonna tell you this right now. Spoiler alert: We do not find out who he killed or may have tried to kill. I'm assuming. ever. I'm assuming maybe the guy uh, with the nickels, um, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> no, because they couldn't have brought charges that quickly. Oh, maybe they did. Uh, because we never, we literally never. This just goes. It just never. It doesn't matter. It this just like a, goes away. This is this is like the most entourage uh, <laughs> issue of, <laughs> of 
brave and the bold I've ever read. Because literally, it just goes, Vince, you did it, you know? Yeah, it's like Batman. You're, you, nobody cares that somebody's dead. Yay. Yeah, so, but it, 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 this is why it's insane. I, I feel bad spoiling it ahead of time, but I mean, the book's been out for 40, 50 Yeah, long. I was gonna say it's been out for a good forty something years. I think we're all right. Um, so, so Batman, so Batman, so so Bruce is in the in the in the in the, in the, in the prison, and all of a sudden his lawyer, and then his quote, lawyer shows up. Lawyer. Quote, lawyer shows up and immediately Batman or Bruce recognizes him as Rex Mason, but Rex is wearing a fucking mustache. Yeah, he's like, oh my God, Rex Mason. I mean, Metamorpho. He's like, yep, that's me. I'm here to get you out of here because I don't believe you did it. Have a Batman suit. I I snuck into your penthouse and I got your Batman suit. He's like, and now time for me to metamorpho my way through these bars. Sure does. He uses science. He uses uses glass cutter. Cobalt. What does he use for the glass cutter? Does he turn himself into a like, glass-cutting element? He, he, doesn't, just, he doesn't announce it. I don't But know. see, here's the thing. He doesn't really announce elements here. He just he does, becomes... He announced... No, go back and look at that. Okay, but he talks about here. He goes, first a cobalt uh, bolt cutter to get past the mesh. Okay, but that's just a bolt cutter. And that but there... But it's a cobalt one. Doesn't matter. That there is just a fucking... He turns his finger into a, a glass cutter. It's, well, what it's element got... cuts glass? Diamonds? That's not an element. That's what I'm telling you. It's a glass cutter. It's he they're really stretching the definition of elements here because he literally it's a circular saw. Right, he's using a saw to cut, cut through the thing. That's, yeah, I, I get it. But yeah. I'm saying he doesn't announce what element it's made out of because it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, he just makes stuff now. Mm. So he cuts through the glass and he does have this quote that uh, you took a picture of. I says, did on the 4th of July because I read this on the 4th of July. He says, uh, ah, now a handy dandy glass cutter. Ah, the, sm- the slightly polluted. I'm sorry. Ah, smell the slightly polluted air of freedom. I thought that was funny. So they escape, and uh, like, and, the, and he's like, "We can't let anybody see you." And he's like, "Don't worry about it. This is Gotham. People are used to seeing Batman." Right. So uh, this is my favorite part of the entire book. They're like, "Okay, we got to find Plastic Man." Okay. So Metamorpho's like, "My plan is that I'm gonna pick a street corner, and I'm gonna turn myself into a mailbox and just wait." <laughs> So in the entirety of all of Gotham City, he picks one street corner, turns himself into a mailbox, and just hopes Plastic Man walks by. And after several hours of obviously not seeing Plastic Man, he's like, man. And collecting mail. He's collected mail. He's like, I better go drop this at the post office and look for him somewhere else. <laughs> I'm just like, why would you, like, that would be like me going to New York City and being like, corner 42nd Street, I'm just going to stand here and wait for Bill. Who's Bill, some just random dude named Bill that I think lives here, and I'm just going to stand on the street corner until he might walk by. Be like, I heard, like, with a celebrity, like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm just going to stand here on the corner of 42nd Street and wait for Jerry Seinfeld to walk by. Maybe Jerry Seinfeld might be here. Yep. If I stand on this corner, he'll eventually pass me. Actually, like there's do, only one fucking street. This garbage can. Like there's one fucking street in the entire city, and everyone's gonna walk down it every day. So Ridiculous. they go. They go to the top of this building. I actually, I wonder. I'm wondering here. Batman apparently can go to the top of the Wayne Building and see everything in Gotham to the point where he looks across over the way to another skyscraper. And happens to see Batman, uh, or Plastic Man as Batman, mm-hmm. going into the Ruby Rider building, which is the woman that apparently, whatever yeah. the caper was for the before. Honest to God, this book is just an excuse for Bob Haney to get so close to calling women bitches. Oh, yeah. That's what this book is, because he has Batman call this woman a witch. No, no, uh, 
Oh no, he does. That's it's right. Batman. He calls Batman calls this woman a witch twice. It's and a you, He-Man Haters Club. A hundred percent. This is uh, Batman. This is Bob <laughs> Haney. Right. I thought. Hates, I thought Ben Oh no, it's Batman. Witch. Batman calls her twice. A gorgeous wit- no, wait, does he? Cause twice. Because there's one later where I feel like it's Batman. Ben doesn't calls her a witch. No, I th- a, a second witch. Oh maybe I don't know. They're just basically it's just. They really just want to call women bitches. And this is as close <laughs> as they can fucking get because of the comic code. So we get the thing from the, the image from the beginning. Not not quite from the beginning. It's just Batman riding Metamorpho as a helicopter. Uh, it's so weird. Because it's weird. He also has like weird like like wing things Batman where Batman puts his feet. Yeah. It's just it's really upsetting. And apparently they can hear through this open window uh of this penthouse because they are well inside the penthouse but apparently they can hover outside of it and hear batman or plastic man telling ruby she's like well here's the thing is ruby thinks this is actually batman right no no she knows she knows she knows it's plastic man but apparently her and plastic man used to fuck anyway well, apparently, whatever issue was beforehand in this, uh, within the last, in the other issue that starred Plastic Man, they had some sort of connection. Yeah. And she basically uh, was was, as we find out, was tracing him as he became a hobo. Yes. <laughs> and found out that he's uh, hanging out with Batman. That he was see that Batman was like, "Yo, be me." And now she's like, "Okay, well, now now that he's me." And she gave him like some sort of like drink that like makes him yeah we'll, we'll see that later. mind controlled or whatever yeah so she because she's got him under like some sort of mind control yeah and women be witches and uh, Batman you know Plastic Man is like yo I'm doing it for justice and she's like oh man I get off on justice yeah you know she really just wants him to like you do know, shit for Bruce her Wayne and get her that yep. statue yes because she's the other bitter spoiler alert oh man I don't know yeah because here we go here's where she apparently Batman. As Plastic Man, Plastic Man as Batman was out doing some patrolling. Yes. And oh, that's right. There was a, a, a quote child. Well, she doesn't who, call. It. It's a thing. I, no, I, no, 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 no. It's actually uh, a little person <laughs> that she hired to impersonate a child and pretend to have a lemonade stand to give Batman lemonade and like give Plastic Man this mind control drink. <laughs> We, That's what's actually happening in this book. I don't know what's more incredible, incredulous here, okay? <laughs> Metamorpho being on a street corner. Just waiting, waiting for, for waiting, waiting to see Plastic Man, <laughs> Batman as Plastic Man. Or Plastic Man as Batman. <laughs> or Plastic Man as Batman patrolling a street corner and just happens to come across a dwarf impersonating a child that is selling lemonade with a mind control substance in it. <laughs> Batman it's, bought for 10 cents. It's all terrible. No, he oh, gave no, it to him for free. Oh, yeah, for free. Batman didn't pay for shit. I kind of wish it was like, <laughs> free. he did a throw it on the ground. It's like, yo, man, you get this for free. He's like, like, I don't need your charity. I don't need your handout, man. Threw it on the ground. Oh, yeah. I love that video. I watch it like once a month. It's a, th- th- that and uh, like a boss are probably like yeah. the ones that you just watch. My, my, just... I would recommend looking up the Lonely Island, threw it on the ground. And just just enjoy it, and then every Earth Day post Happy Birthday to the ground gifts. Also watch it like a boss. I know it's not, sometimes it's not they're not for everybody, but uh, I it, it's a running joke where Jenna and I sometimes will. I'm not gonna spoil the song, but there's a part at the end where he says all this stuff. You know, Andy Samberg's doing the rap, and like he's telling uh, you know uh, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen as the as a like a reviewer or whatever, like a job reviewer, and he's like he's like oh so you do all this stuff. He's like yep. He's like, like yep, and then he's like. 
And then you said you do this horrible thing, and he's like, Nah, nah man. man. Not me. So sometimes we'll just do that. That ain't like, me. Sometimes we'll just see like, nah, man. Nah, ain't me. But highly recommended. I kind of wish. I kind of wish that this was happening here. Yeah. Uh, but so basically, yeah, we get, we just explained here about the hunting people. You know, uh, tracking Plastic Man. Now Plastic Man is Batman. And God damn it, this is stupid. Yeah. So, so then she is like. Oh, I'm going to go out of town because she, she's going to get her statue. Mm-hmm, yeah. Since Bruce Wayne didn't buy the statue, she's going to go get it and like take it to her personal island or something. She goes to Istanbul, gets the statue, and the guy's like, oh, I guess you know Batman's in jail, so I got to take your money. Yeah, and, and uh, Plastic Man comes up to her and he's like, oh. oh. Here's, wait, so. Oh, okay, so you yeah, don't yeah. call her a witch again. Yeah, I told you. Okay. So what happens here is like... Um, they stow away on this plane. Well, yeah, because also Batman, Plastic Man dresses Batman is going too because he heard Bruce Wayne escaped. So he's like, well, I have to come with you because he's obviously going after the statue because that's what he was doing when I arrested him. So Plastic or uh, Metamorpho turns into a box that Batman hides inside of. Ew. <laughs> and they stow away on a plane and it's just awkward and weird because now batman is inside metamorpho batman's inside of metamorpho calling a woman a witch yeah which uh kind of encapsulates the 70s oh yeah oh yeah just him in a box calling a woman a witch yeah fuck bitches basically like this whole like bob haney was getting a little he's just doing that all that cocaine man he's doing that he's doing that uh keen peel thing he's like i said bitch. exactly hey brucey hide inside me so you can call call a woman a bitch exactly she won't hear you i actually kind of wish that was a thing when uh him and uh metamorpho were both in like justice league international and it's like Batman gets mad. And he's like, "Hey, Bruce, let me. You want to step inside me so you can call, <laughs> you can call uh, whoever uh, Black Canary or fucking Wonder Woman a bitch?" He's like, "Yes, please." Because yes, <laughs> Wonder Woman will kill me if I call her a bitch. Like literally, Wonder- kill actually, me. Would have, that'd be great. If you I would love her. to see Wonder Woman just fucking trounce Batman because he called her a bitch. Just punt his nuts. Into his brain. <laughs> she just breaks him in half. That would be actually that would be a great ending to Batman v Superman. And he'd be like, Incel forever! And then he just dies. Batman, just Batman just be like, like when she shows up, she'd be like, are you with her? He's like, who's this bitch? Punt. <laughs> murder. Punt murder. Bruce, and that Batman being like, or Superman just be like, all right, well, I'm back. Yeah, I like, so I, my, I, I would really like it if Superman was just like, he would see it and he would just like look at it for a second and just go, Anyway, and like, because he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to get involved in whatever just happened over there. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, me, man. <laughs> so she Maybe. goes to buy this thing and she buys it. She's so happy. I don't really know what it does. She just likes it. And she just likes it. She just really wants the statue. So, um. So Batman and Bruce. So, so Bruce and. Uh, so, okay, so Batman and Metamorpho are like, okay, look, we got to like. We uh, got to get this statue and, out of here. And, and also, like, too, at some point, uh, you know, it's decided that they're going to kill Plastic Man because she's going to give him. Oh, that's right. Some she, shit. Ruby Riot wants to, or Ruby. Ruby, 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 Ryder. Yeah, Ryder. Ruby Riot is a wrestler. Yes. Uh, Ruby Ryder wants to kill Plastic Man because fuck him. Kill Plastic Man because uh, uh, she's basically just the, the the key to Plastic Man being doped up and under control is that he's very thirsty. Yes, he always wants tea. He always needs something to drink. So they're about ready to kill him. She's like, well, I, I don't need him anymore. This is great. You know, Wayne's going to get fucked over. It doesn't matter. I screwed him because he wanted to buy the thing I wanted. And now he's in jail for it. Ha ha. I framed him for murder and fraud. I framed him for murder and fraud because he wanted to buy something I wanted. Yeah. 
Because he, he wanted... 20, 2018 America. Pretty much. People. Batman and Plastic... Or Batman and Metamorpho arrange like a way to get the statue out. So they do that. And then when she comes back in the room to look at the statue, Metamorpho has taken the form of the statue. Which is pretty impressive because... Like really you know detailed. Exact, yeah, it's like the ex- exact duplicate of the statue. Yeah. And so she starts like smoking like a pipe. Yeah. I'm assuming it's weed. But, and Metamorph was like, "Oh no, not smoke!" Oh, he also formed a tape recorder in the back of the of his own head yeah. to record her, like because villains always talk about their plans to record her monologuing on her fucking plans to like kill everybody and like yeah, so she's frame not, Bruce she, she Wayne. Monologues. She's like, "Yo, this is my plan." And bat and, and but it's just this like, weird drawing of like the back of this rock statue's head with like a tape recorder in it. It's he's like, very it, weird. Because because Metamorph was like, "I'll show them. I'll record everything." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he does. <laughs> so he's got, uh, so he's got the skull recorder in the back of the skull, which apparently is based on iron particles because bat because metamorpho can be is you know got iron in them. Yeah, he. But I, I get that the the article that it's made of recorder. But how does the, the tape like? I, I don't I'm, understand that. that that's how, I've is that how telling, tape recording works? I don't know the exact science of tape recording. I, I do work in audio. You know, I actually don't know how it works, but I will tell you that this is basically what I meant by, like, they're using Metamorpho like a Green Lantern. Pretty much. And he just becomes whatever you need him to become. We jump back to the river where yeah, apparently so... Batman is riding the statue that is... <laughs> the real statue. But the, the real statue that is buoyant enough... Yeah, this thing is fucking... Okay, this thing is at least 12 feet tall. It is... It has to be rock or wood. Something. Something. If they never really say it's brown. Whatever it is is brown. And I'm assuming it's some sort of dense wood or, or rock. Ha- yeah, or but if it was rock, there's no way Batman would be able to literally ride it like a canoe down the river. Right, which he does. Which is what he's doing. Because Batman. So then uh, Metamorpho starts coughing because of the smoke. He has his tape recorder. Just as Plastic Man is about to drink. I don't... Okay, here real quick. I don't understand why this whole there's this whole to-do about this tape recorder. Because... If it's made of his body, it would always just be there. It could always just be there. It could, he could just kind of just cover it up with like another steel or another Shh. iron thing. He could just reabsorb it until he needs it again, right? Yeah, it's in him. Yeah, you can stick I... it. In, stick it in his. You stick it on your shoulder. Roll it up like a pack of cigarettes, like they used to do back in the day. Oh you yeah, know? you mean it is his fucking sleeve? Yeah, fucking, let's do some outsiders. Ooh, what, shit. what was he trying to? Is he auditioning? Flatbush, starring Metamorph. Is he auditioning for a role in Greece? Yes, actually, he's like, a- I can't wait to be Kanicki. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Can you imagine, imagine Kaniki and uh, imagine Metamorpho as Kaniki and Stockard Channing making out. I can actually. <laughs> I is, could... is that, that is somebody's fanfic. Uh no, but I I, I can absolutely see Metamorpho as Kaniki in a fucking <laughs> black leather jacket, like smoking and like yelling at Rizzo to get off the fucking uh, Ferris wheel because she's knocked up, but she's not. False alarm. <laughs> We'll be together. We're like, yeah, I could see, I could see it. Now I want to. Now I want. I don't, that, that's all I want. With, super, with that's the DC superheroes. Literally all I want now. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a thing. I feel like we should do an episode where we just do like what Wizard Magazine used to do is be like, hey, let's cast a movie of this comic, but we just recast <laughs> movie, great movies <laughs> like Grease, like Grease. <laughs> and cast them with everybody 
in that. If we, if we ever get a Patreon, that's what we're going to do. So right now we have, you know, ba- uh, Metamorphos Kaniki, so we got to make sure we got that one. Well, b- Metamorphos Kaniki. R.I.P. Jeff Conway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he f- that's the whole, his whole drug addiction comes from that movie. You know that? Really? Yeah, that's what he says. He said that he was doing, so there's a scene in there, it's the grease lightning scene where they're on the car. Oh, was he just doing big piles of blow? No, because he played Danny on Broadway. Okay, so he did Grease, and he played Danny on Broadway, which was the John Travolta role. That's the one he wanted to play, but then fucking John Travolta came in because he looks like John Travolta, and he got cast as Danny. So uh, Jeff Conway got cast as Kanicki. And they were doing that dance number on the car, the Grease Lightning thing, and he, like... Oh. went to like fall into the car or something and he jacked his back up oh. from doing that and that's what led to eventually having to get on painkillers which then just turned into his whole fucking addiction and the da 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 so it was a bad bump it was, he took a bad bump yeah he took a bad bump yeah and that's all it takes to fuck your back up too that's what sucks r.i.p kanicki yeah we had, we had to bring the show down sorry yeah sorry <laughs> anyway wouldn't it be funny if metamorpho was kanicki <laughs> back to funny <laughs> well speaking of back to funny so uh batman as, uh, Cat, Bat- plastic man as batman is in the other room having a tea well no he's about ready to drink that potion that's gonna kill him and because uh, that's basically all he's doing in his other room, like while what's her face is doing uh, monologuing, do monologuing. Yeah. He's in the room being like, mm-hmm, "Gee, yeah." He's like, "Can't wait to drink my death potion. Can't Looks so drink- good." And then his her goon, because she finds out this is metamorpho, her goon runs over to Plastic Man and is like slaps the tea out of his hand literally just goes poof like backhands well, he scream- backhands it he, comes, he the guy comes, backhands it the guy comes and screaming in the name of heaven don't drink that and he slaps he's like don't drink that fucking tea <laughs> he's like we need your batman come on and so like metamorpho encounters plastic man and that's when he's like hey you're not actually batman you're plastic man and he's like oh that's right i have plastic powers i am plastic man and he just like Comes out of the bat suit to be Plastic Man. Comes out of the bat suit to be Plastic Man, and he starts uh, fighting Metamorpho. Metamorpho, he wraps him up with his hands. Metamorpho turns into ass. Uh, Met- Plastic Man turns into a balloon and sucks up Metamorpho inside him. And then he explodes. And then he dies. And then he explodes. Metamorpho turns into a fucking iron pin. Yeah, Metamorpho literally shoots out of his abdomen. R.I.P. Plastic Man. Right? And so <laughs> R.I.P. Kanicki, R.I.P. Plastic Man. And they're both trying to get the tape recorder, and they knock it off the thing. Uh, and then some... Oh, because this drink wears off. Yeah. Uh, the one that made him think he was Batman and susceptible to his commands, he realizes, like, what's going on. And that gives Metamorpho the time to save the tape recorder by Metamorpho- turning into a baseball mitt. A calcium mitt. See, this is where he announces it's a calcium I, mitt. He didn't announce what pin he was using. I am. He didn't announce what the glass cutter was. And he is just Green Lantern. So he goes back up, and uh, Batman. So Plastic Man's like, "Oh shit, I'm a face." So now, and so then the goons like, "I'm gonna shoot him," and that he grabs that they, the gun. He grabs a gun, and they end up. Uh, Metamorpho becomes like an Iron Maiden on the door to prevent them from leaving. <laughs> no, what he does, he becomes an Iron Grill with spikes on it. Yeah, it's it's one side of an Iron Maiden. Because they're supposed, to, yeah, because they're about to like run out the door, and he's like, "I'd rather kill you all." It's in that, you know, like in the Star Wars, yeah. uh, which in the Starlock Pit or whatever. Ooh, yeah, with smashy, smashy. So they capture them. Plastic Man's like, "Ha ha, fuck you, lady! I used to screw." 
And then they turn them all over to the police department. Because they have the tape that's made out of Metamorpho. And, and everything's okay. And then literally they're like, Batman. And, and plus Man's like. Man and Metamorpho are walking down the steps of the fucking court. Yeah. And Batman, they're all like. They're all like, yo, we fucking did it. And Plastic Man's like, but I gotta go back to being the yeah, bum. He's like, do I have to be homeless again? And Batman's like, I'm sure we can use you, friend. I'll not give you a job. Yeah, maybe you don't have to be homeless and, and, and suffering through extreme poverty. Uh, by the way, here's me in whatever country the statue was stolen from. I brought it back to them. Here's, a, here's just a picture is of me. great person he brought <laughs> back a statue to and that's the nation of africa that yeah he the nation on, of africa because well, it doesn't tell you which nation just says deep just, just like yeah. middle of africa it, it, it's it's that wonderful thing where it's just like it's africa and you're like you know there's like a shit ton of countries in africa you pick, pick fucking any pick, uh, zimbabwe zimbabwe you pick one uh chad chad's a country Ooh, in africa chad. and they're just like no it's it's africa and you're like okay <laughs> Mozambique. That's a fucking continent. You have so many. Other. Cameroon. Cameroon. Let's go to Cameroon, right? Batman. What about Djibouti? That's a country. No, that's a city. No, Djibouti's a country. Is it? They have representatives of the Olympics. They should go to that country of the people. Remember? Do you remember watching the the nation parade? And there was like. Here's a bunch of people that like. Oh, they don't have countries. They don't have countries, but they're just fucking here. Yeah, I can't remember what they called them. Like the United Nation of Assholes. <laughs> no, you're right because it's like either athletes who are from countries that no longer existed, or that are war torn, or they're like fucking refugees and shit, and they don't have a country, so they like all get to hang out together. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I'm though. the best. Somebody, one of those. I forget. Somebody did really well in some sport last time. I don't remember. Somebody from that. And other, those other yeah. countries. Yeah. They're like, yeah. All those other countries. All those other countries. Um, but that's it for Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, 123, just from, from December 1975. Uh, would you want to read the next Of course I would. Oh, yeah. This fucking book is so fucking ridiculous. Bring it to me now. I love every minute of it. It's so great. Bring it to me now. Put it in front of me. I, I need to know. I want to see Batman murder more people with sacks of nickels. Please give me that. I want to see... I wanna see <laughs> I want so to see dumb. if uh, Plastic Man becomes a, uh, <laughs> you know, a mailbox. I, you know, we have to find out. Like, how many more things does Metamorpho become? Uh, my favorite about that is Metamorpho like counted how many pieces of mail people put inside of him because he was literally like, "Oh, I've been here for this many hours. And I have this many pieces of mail. Better go take it to the post office." <laughs> yeah. And then he took it down to the post office so those people could mail their letters. That's right. <laughs> Just makes me happy. Shout out to Rex Mason being being a responsible citizen because you know, you know I mean, somebody might have put a bill in there. They got to pay pay the phone company. We couldn't pay shit online back then. No, not at all. You had to, you had to send letters. We had to like actually go down to the office. Uh huh. Like in person. Oh yeah, you got to uh, fucking do the. Metamorph was a good man. Yep, helping people. Yeah, you got Bruce. You got Bruce Wayne here calling women witches. <laughs> And again, who Bruce Wayne murdered never comes back up. Ugh. Who's actually dead doesn't matter. Here's what I would love, because this is probably doesn't exist anymore because of Crisis. Or maybe it does. I don't fucking know. What would be great is if all of a sudden one issue of Batman, they're just like, Hey, Batman, remember that guy you didn't murder? Well, he is murdered. And now you're going to jail. They do. They had a whole run like that. It was Batman Fugitive, uh, or Bruce Wayne Fugitive. But was it based on this book? No, it was based on... <sighs> 
I don't remember exactly, but this is like back in the nineties. Oh yeah, or those early two thousands ish. Where it's like Bruce Wayne fugitive, Bruce Wayne murderer, where he's like accused of murdering some woman, I think. Oh. But he didn't do it and he has like clear his name or something. I didn't kill a woman. Yeah, there's a whole run. I just killed my uh, bank account because I buy things that I don't need. Right now, I'm in the middle of reading like a Jimmy Olsen where he gets like a million dollars, but he has to spend it all in a day so he gets another million. It's very confusing. Uh, and all it tells me is that a million dollars used to go a hell of a lot farther than it does today. <laughs> I would just look if I found Because he's having trouble spending it. I would just buy planes. Wait till like we're we're gonna read this book and wait till you see all the shit he's bought and they're like you're not even close to a million and I'm like how plane 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 building 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 give it give it give it honestly to spend a million dollars all I'd have to do is buy one house in Southern California done taken care of let me buy that let me buy that shack yeah that two bedroom shack that really needs to be renovated that's nine hundred fifty thousand dollars please. I'll spend the rest on a fucking big screen TV. Yeah. The size of the house. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. I did it. Give me more millions. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's it for this issue, and that's it for this book, uh, and this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we got a little... We, we were... I, I'm actually a little bit more comfortable now. I, I feel like there's a, a cooler breeze coming through the we windows right now. got some air right coming now. through here, so we're okay. Uh, but thanks again for listening, folks. Uh, you can find myself on Twitter and Instagram, at AngryHeroSean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Worst Collection Ever and email us at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And, of course, please rate, subscribe, and uh, tell a friend, share, leave us a review. Do that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get this show. That would be really appreciated. Is there any other business? I feel like there's something else I had to mention with regards to stuff like that. But I don't know. I think we're pretty good. I think so. we're good. So do all that stuff. Yeah. Do all that stuff and check out the show. And uh, I can talk kayfabe. We'll hopefully get some more episodes up for that. Me and myself and Joe Kadaro talking wrestling. Please check that out. Yeah. Thanks again for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.